This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase reporting from the National Association of Conservation Districts annual meeting in San Diego. The Department of Agriculture is rolling out a new partnership to get more young people working on working lands. Deputy Ag Secretary Xochitl Torres-Small was in San Diego today to discuss the new Working Lands Climate Corps, which began under a partnership with NACD. Torres-Small says the program will help get more young people involved in agriculture's climate efforts. The organizations and states that will be applying to host these folks um, will have specific needs, right, based on where they're from. But the main goal is to work to connect farmers and ranchers with some of these historic resources uh, to make sure that uh, they have everything they need to be able to put together those conservation plans and connect them to uh, NRCS as well as other resources. USDA Undersecretary Robert Bonney heads up the department's Farm Production and Conservation Mission Area. He says the term working lands was deliberately chosen. We want to make the point that working lands have an important role to play and they need to stay working. They need to continue to produce the food and fiber society needs. At the same time, they have a critical role to play in conservation, a critical role to play in, in climate mitigation. And we want to, we were we were deliberate in making that link. We want folks, the public at large, to understand the important role that agriculture is playing and will play in this. And so, again, we're trying to open up the aperture, if you will, around the climate conversation. The news comes as the leader of USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service says the department is looking to accelerate its hiring activity. NRCS Chief Terry Cosby addressed NACD members today in San Diego and said the agency is planning to beef up its staff to meet the demand brought about by the Inflation Reduction Act funding boost. But when I came into the agency, we were about 8,000 employees, and today we're almost 11,000. And over the next few years, we're going to have to look at how do we bring more folks in. We're going to need about 4,000 new federal employees, and hopefully, with your help, there's going to be close to 5,000 more in district employees and partners that work with us to do this important work. What's more, Cosby says that IRA money is making it to its intended targets. I will tell you, this amazing team that we have delivered last year, 99.8% of those funds were put on the ground. Noah Wicks has more on the future of the Working Lands Climate Corps in his coverage on agripulse.com. Finally today, an advocate for carbon sequestration in biofuel production says the practice is going to be critical for the future of the industry. Tom Bias with the American Carbon Alliance says ethanol plants are a good fit for carbon sequestration. People say, well, why the ethanol industry? Well, number one, the only thing that goes up the smokestack of an ethanol plant is carbon. It's easy to capture. It's easy to process. And with a pipeline, it's easy to ship to areas where we can store it forever. A lot of polluting manufacturing plants, et cetera, what goes up their smokestack is more than carbon. So it's more expensive, more involved to be able to separate it, the carbon from the other pollutants and be able to store it. He says opposition to the issue reminds him of a debate about the construction of the interstate highway system and his hometown's fight to prevent a nearby interchange. We ended up losing uh, all our businesses and our schools because uh, if you weren't on the interstate highway system, uh, the economic opportunities uh, drop drastically. And the same is going to happen here if uh, we're going to let the uh, opportunity for these markets 
bypasses. We'll get left behind. He says absent the construction of a new pipeline to store carbon in the ground, the future of sustainable aviation fuel as a market for American biofuel producers could be in doubt. You're not going to electrify an airplane, so they're going to have to have an alternative fuel. And corn-based ethanol can be that feedstock. There's more from Bias in our open mic interview on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm Bill, Labor, Trade, and Taxes. Get deep insights from Farm Bureau economists on these priorities and more. Go to fb.org slash marketintel. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from San Diego, Spencer Chase, AgriPulse.